This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go. Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Someone who is arguably the best wide receiver in all of football, that Antonio Brown, is now an Oakland Raider. What's up, guys? How are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to the roller coaster ride here. I thought, um,. Not usually into bonus episodes during negative news, but this is a topic that I could not not talk about. Um, wow, I'm still kind of processing everything, trying to gather all the information. But what what it looks like, I'll just go ahead and get to the bottom of it. You guys understand what got us to this point. Of course, there was the cryotherapy uh, freezer burn feet. Um, that's I think initially why he stepped away from the team and while he was away from the team I think he decided to go ahead and take care of this helmet issue that he had going on and I pretty much supported it all the way through so did the team because for the most part the NFL and the NFL Players Association has allocated him these rights to get that taken care of it's not like he's going out on a limb on his own something completely out of the ordinary that was something that he's allowed to do and for the most part I understood because it's not like this helmet is some special super-powered helmet or he has um, any sentimental value to it. I think a lot of people have tried to say that he just likes the helmet that much. No, what you got to understand is this, is this is a game of inches. And when it comes to peripheral vision, every inch counts. And if you've played a nine-year career under that vision, um, anything limiting or anything changing, if that window of vision um, is a little bit different, uh, think about a football coming over your shoulder with a helmet on. Uh, for those of you that have played football, even just playing catch with football, uh, something right in front of your face, maybe a face mask isn't that big a deal, but uh, whenever it comes to technical catches or coming out of blind spots, even players coming out of blind spots, um, it definitely can affect his play and his safety. So I do understand where he's coming from when it comes to that. But now here's the issue. On Tuesday, of course, Hard Knocks Day, which was very impressive by HBO to get the big A-B return on camera, and that's also another issue. Uh, you know we have an episode coming up in two days, and I'm sure HBO has surrounded a lot of their film and a lot of their coverage uh, with his return because he came back Tuesday, although he didn't play. He made a big grand entrance that you saw at the end of Hard Knocks on Tuesday. We didn't have practice on Wednesday, and then we had the game on Thursday, which he showed up to in a different helmet. He did ran through warm-ups. He was up and down the sideline the entire game, having a good time. Everything looked great. I think every single Raiders fan was relieved. Um, he was there. He looked good. 
looked like he was able to play. And then as far as we knew, um, they were supposed to have practice on Saturday afternoon. They had walked through Saturday morning. And from what we heard, everything was smooth. Um, Antonio Brown had not lost a step. He looked, I think they were preparing for him to come back to practice on Saturday, if not Sunday. And then after walkthroughs, I guess maybe during that media period, during that little break time where we're listening to the press conferences, uh, news broke through Pro Football Talk that Brown had submitted a 2011 shut air advantage helmet um, for, I guess, testing. That was something that the NFL came up with. It not only needed to just be certified and made by 2011, now they needed it to be tested and for it to pass tests. Now, the issue is it failed the test, and they told Antonio Brown in his camp on Saturday. And then now, after failing the test, the shut air advantage is now in the NFL and NFL Players Association's list of prohibited helmets. So now, not only is his little loophole kind of uh, had a few more loops added to it, now it's completely taken away. Um, Now that it's failed the test, the 2011 shut air advantage helmet has failed its safety test. Now we won't be seeing it available at all. And of course, since we expected Antonio Brown at practice on Saturday afternoon, there was no media viewing period, so I don't think anybody knew if he was there or not. Obviously, something happened yesterday, but nobody was able to know about it. And now today, after practice, after we knew that Antonio Brown was not there, uh, Mike Mayock came out with a statement, and let's just go ahead and play the statement. Uh, You all know that AB is not here today, right? So here's the bottom line. He's upset about the helmet issue. Uh, We have supported that. We appreciate that. Okay, but we've, at this point, we've pretty much exhausted all avenues of relief. So from our perspective, it's time for him to be all in, we're all out. Okay, so we're hoping he's back soon. We got 89 guys busting their tails. We are really excited about where this franchise is going, and we hope AB is going to be a big part of it starting week one against Denver. End of story, no question. First off, hats off to Mike Mayock, uh, stepping into a very sticky situation. And for a general manager in his first year that hasn't even gone through a normal NFL season yet, this is just all off-season activities. Um, Safe to say, Mike Mayock has been thrusted uh, into a very crazy situation, not only getting so many first-round draft picks in his first draft as a general manager, uh, but now dealing with a very sensitive case and a very unique player and personality and Antonio Brown. So, let's look at what we might be dealing with next. I'm going to start off by saying I'm still not worried about him being there for the home opener week one, but now here's the issue at hand, and I can't give credit to myself on this because whenever I brought the news to my wife, she was actually the one that brought this to my attention, and I completely agreed. Um, First, I do not believe that why would he be missing practice? This is obviously a battle against the NFL, uh, the Raiders have pretty much supported him through this entire process. They've defended him uh, during press conferences. They've defended him to pretty much any media outlet, uh, shot down any rumors. They have not escalated the situation whatsoever. Finally now, I mean, we had a few situations maybe on Hard Knocks and a call out from John Gruden that he's just a little disappointed that he's not around. But like my wife said, if he's going to be forced to wear another helmet now, obviously it's banned. So his chances went from very slim to zilch. So if he's not going to be wearing his old helmet and he has to get used to this new helmet, what is not practicing going to do? Don't you think? I mean, this is where I pretty much agreed with the whole situation. 
don't you think that Antonio Brown should be wearing that helmet at practice and getting a feel for the vision and the differences and his different where his peripherals are getting cut off, maybe where his vision window has changed? Shouldn't he be getting used to that at this point? What exactly is stepping away from the team doing? I mean, I understand his frustrations. I really do. I mean, the the task at hand um, is probably infuriating to him. But unfortunately, we can't make the situation any better. It seems like the only thing that we're doing right now is making the situation worse. So we are now about 21 days. We're about three weeks away from the home opener. Um, Three weeks from, I guess, tomorrow. So... We don't have a whole lot of time left. I mean, there's still plenty. Uh, Antonio Brown was not going to be playing during the preseason anyways. That was pretty much already ruled out. I think all the starters are pretty much ruled out anyways. Um, So it's not like he's going to be missing playing time, but he is missing practice time. And I think that is crucial. And not only just for his connection and his growing chemistry with Derek Carr, but just so the wide receivers as a whole group understand what they're going to be doing. At this point now, we're running through practices how, right? I mean, I understand maybe Tyrell Williams and Hunter Renfro are, are, for the most part, doing what they'd be doing whenever Antonio Brown's out there on the field, but the whole group is completely shifted by missing their number one wide receiver. We're basically playing like we don't have Antonio Brown. So when it comes to preparation, our wide receiver group doesn't know exactly what they're going to do or what they're going to expect with Antonio Brown out there on the field. So the way I see this, to wrap this up, I'm, I'm going to make this real short and sweet. No, I do not agree with the way the NFL is handling this um, because they took his loophole, made it a couple more loopholes, and then because that last loophole was a little too hard to work out, um, it pretty much eliminated any chance of it happening. So it sounds like it's pretty much the NFL is against Antonio Brown and what he wants, um, which I get, okay, maybe it doesn't pass their whatever they do with their tests, but putting him at risk and putting him in a helmet that he's not comfortable with vision-wise Uh, I don't think that accomplishes much more than what they're trying to do with a safety-approved helmet. I mean, he just played in it last year. How much has the game really changed? I mean, if anything, you're making the rules so much more strict anyways. And just, I mean, gosh, give the guy a release form to sign. Just, uh, you know, injuries are on your own. It's not like he's going to do anything anyways. I mean, come on. He's not going to sue the NFL after he fought for a helmet to wear, and then the helmet ended up giving him a head injury. I mean, give me a break. That's not going to happen. NFL, just let it happen, or... Better yet, shut. Where are you at? You're at freaking helmet factory. Make him a new one. <laughs> I mean, how hard is that? But it might be a little too late for that now, especially now that it's on the banned list. Um, I'm not sure the details of that, but this basically sounds like there is no back door now to getting him a helmet that he wants to or that he can wear. Um, that's that model. So there's only one thing left to do here, and that's for you, Antonio Brown, to find you a helmet that you can wear, that you're the most comfortable with, I need you to put that sucker on. I need you to start getting used to it. I need you to get to practice because uh, we need to beat the Denver Broncos Monday night. So make it happen, AB. Get to practice, AB. 